Welcome to our weekly and Episcopal Sermon podcast. We are so glad you found us. This is a live recording of the gospel reading and sermon from last Sunday's service at the Episcopal Church in Almaden. The life of this podcast depends on your listening support. If you enjoy our podcast and would like to support us, simply subscribe to this podcast on your channel of choice. Come. Join us along our shared path for today's episode. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. And as he went a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boats mending the nets. And immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men, and they followed him. The Gospel of the Savior. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ. The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God has come near. Please be seated. You have to admit, the Gospel of Mark starts off rather quickly. In just a few short verses, we've moved from John the Baptist appearing baptizing Jesus, then Jesus has gone off into the wilderness, and here we are at verse 14, Jesus begins his ministry. And while today's translation of Jesus' message says that the kingdom of God has come near, I personally prefer the the (coughs) translation that the kingdom of God is at hand. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But first of all, when you think of the kingdom or the reign of God, what do you envision? Probably the short answer might be whatever it is, what not we have today. Where is the feeling of sacredness in our daily lives, the brotherly love? Maybe the kingdom is, instead of conflict, peace. Instead of hunger, plenty. Instead of alienation and separation, welcome, family. And instead of sadness and fear, joy, laughter. Instead of isolation, a table that is large enough for everyone. Words of both the Beatitude and the Prayer of St. Francis come to mind when trying to describe what might be possible in our time. And I'm sure that there are other words of other saints that have touched your heart through the years. And why is it that 2,000 years after Jesus has lived and died that we fail to come into and live into this idea of kingdom come? You might say that part of it is our human nature, but part of the blame I would pin on the culture that we reside in today Those of you who have lived in different places, 
different lands would probably agree that there are different ways of ordering our common lives. Ways of living and working that are less divisive, ways of living that bring life, joy. And I raise this point because there are many times during my daily work life that I might find myself tensing up, my stomach getting tight, and I'm thinking, this isn't right. But then I remember the words of Taylor Swift that we've got to shake it off. You know, shake it off. Shake off the chains that hold us down. Shake off the chains of culture that says that this cannot be. Shake off the chains of doubt that says that this cannot be done. And who gives us the power to break these chains? Why? The divine, of course. Christ showed us the way. When I began, I didn't think that this would be a sermon about power, but perhaps it is. The Christian community that is intent on following the path that Jesus has laid out is a powerful force for good. The Christian community that is following the call to welcome the stranger, even if that person doesn't look like us, pray like us, even worship like us, vote like us, is a powerful force for good. The Christian community that seeks to feed the hungry, balance out injustices, find shelter for all people, can be a powerful force for good. The Christian community that is purposeful in being humble and listening to the stories of others, in making sure that all have a seat at the table, is a powerful force for good. Our God, the one that we follow in this place, is so powerful that they decided to come and be present among us. Not as a person over us, a power to lord it up over us, but instead as a helpless baby. So powerful that they did not need the external trappings of worldly riches or an assemblage of influential people to carry out wishes and desires so powerful that they did not need the institution of the Ten Commandments by weak people in every place in order to force the kingdom into power. No, as we celebrated just a few weeks ago, our God came to us as a baby, someone of no status, no birth, no wealth. God's power must be great indeed to risk this incarnation to risk depending upon some low-status fishermen and women who live outside the norm to spread a gospel, a good news that God has not forgotten you, that God is near. And God that wants to leave us into lives that are full of healing and wholeness. And the holy invites us in, calling Fisher calling us like the fisher folk from the gospel today to partner with the divine, to share the message that God is with us, that God is for us. Come, follow. This message that is over 2,000 years old is still needed today. As I look around and observe what our culture has created, see the separation, see breaking community into smaller and smaller pieces, into voter blocks and purchasing power, 
so that we can't see the strength that we have when we stand together as community. Breaking families down into smaller pieces so we can be sold more goods to make us fear and distrust the goodness in ourselves and in the other. When I see this around me, I think, I hear the message of Jesus calling us to gather together to reform, recreate the beloved community. This is a powerful gift that the church has to offer to the world today, to remind us to gather together on a regular basis, to sing songs, to hear stories about what God has done in our lives. Sometimes, so, so that we can turn you to discern this call, to live into this place and say that God and all are welcome here. Sometimes the place is sacred, the physical building. But I would also point out that the people, the gathered community that are here today, we are what makes it sacred. So once again, I remind you that the reign of God has drawn near that the inbreaking of God's love is at hand. Now, if you remember at the beginning of the, service, I, of the sermon, I said that I prefer the phrase that God is at hand. The kingdom is at hand. It is at hand. Thank you for listening to this week's episode on An Episcopal Sermon Podcast. May this episode inspire you to apply lessons from these teachings to your everyday life. If you found inspiration in this episode, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast through the channel of your choice and spread the word. If you would like to see the full service from which today's sermon was drawn, visit our YouTube channel linked in the show notes of this episode. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to donate any amount to our listeners' support on Anchor or visit the donation page on our website, www.churchinalmaden.org slash donations. Thank you.